Hi everyone. Before we get into the stories, I wanted to give a few warnings for stories number four, for animal harm, and story number five, which contains actual murder. I'll also have all of the stories in a pinned comment with the timestamps to each story, as well as these two stories labeled if you want to avoid them. And as always, if you have your own story that you might want to share, you can send it at southerncannibal.com, link in the description. All that being said, let's get into the stories, and remember to always stay hungry. So this happened back when I first moved in with my most recent ex-girlfriend. We had rented a small apartment in a city that was well known for crime in my country. It was cheap and it was close by to the city center where we both went to university, so it was perfect at the time. However, as stated before, it was also extremely dangerous and run down. For example, homeless people lived in our communal rubbish rooms downstairs out by the car park, and you could probably find a needle or drug bag every square foot of the surrounding area, and not to mention the sounds of police sirens a few times a night. But as I said, it was just a place for the time being. Also, for some context, I'm gay and I'm a girl. I'm average height, but quite stocky. Nothing scary, but I was definitely larger than my small petite girlfriend at the time. We went to bed one night and all was normal. And as I'm trying to fall asleep, my ex tells me that she's hungry and she wants a pizza. So she pulls out her phone, sits up, and is ordering herself some Domino's. And she then asks if I want anything. Being tired and it already being almost midnight, I declined, but I told her to be safe when collecting it. I let her know that if she felt unsafe, I'd be more than happy to get it with her. After a few minutes, I drifted off to sleep. The last thing I heard was her tapping on her phone, still ordering. I awoke later on to my phone ringing for some reason. My heart began to beat erratically, and I shot up to grab my phone. It was my ex-girlfriend's name, and she was no longer in the bed with me. Now, I had only been asleep for about an hour at this point, but through my sleepy haze, I managed to quickly answer the phone, and I then remembered that she must have ordered her pizza. My ex was hysterical and scared, speaking extremely fast. The pizza guy said he's not that far away, so I've come down to wait. And there's a group of men in the car, and they're trying to get me to get inside of it. She cries on the phone to me. I race to get ready and burst out of my apartment, all while trying to calm her down. She then tells me that they had tried to force her in the car, and they then began ordering her in the vehicle with them and that they're now laughing at her. As I mentioned before, I'm nothing scary, so I knew I wouldn't have been able to take these men on physically. So as I'm running down to the first set of stairs, I see that the window's open. I tell my ex to come back inside, and she tells me she's in the doorway to the block, meaning I'm just above her. Knowing that she's now safe away from them, I peek out of the large window to then see a black Toyota parked in the Do Not Park area of our car park, which is right by the door. Now, not knowing what else to do, I shout down to them. 
I'm telling them to back the hell off and that I'm going to get all my brothers to go down there, which was definitely a lie. The men weren't sure where I was at first, and I could see them moving their heads around to look. They had their interior light on, and they were all dressed in dark clothes. One of them caught me leaning out of the window and then cursed at me to mind my own business. I had so much adrenaline and anger that I just started to curse back at them, calling them all sorts of names. It wasn't until I just randomly started shouting, Dad, come over here! Behind me up the set of stairs, and then some random male-sounding name, did they start their car and book it from the parking lot. My girlfriend at the time met me halfway in the stairs, and I decided to wait inside by the doors with her for her food. I'm so glad that nothing else happened, and that she managed to get back to the doors in time before anything else went on. The area that my ex was and where the doors were was honestly about 15 feet, meaning she literally was just outside of her home when this happened. Luckily, the doors to that building were thick and metal, and they only required a little fob to get in, and not an actual key, which would have taken a lot longer to open. I just really hope those men never do that to anyone else again. I was all alone in my college apartment waiting for a Saturday night to end. Time was passing slowly and I just couldn't sleep, so I ate some midnight snacks but it didn't help. I always took midnight showers on Saturday and that day I was taking a shower and I couldn't help but notice the words on my window of my bathroom. And it said, I'm watching you, and I always will. And it had a heart and a handprint on it. I didn't really pay too much attention to it, and I just went to sleep. Getting ready for my shift the following day, everything went normally. The next Saturday, I took a shower again, but this time, I covered the window. When I was done taking a shower, I got all dressed and I was about to leave when I then heard a knocking on the window that then got louder by each second and there was once again another note on the window. It said, Honey, I love you and I know you feel the same. Let's make it happen and with you being next to me, I know we'll be happy. And it had two hearts and two smiley faces. I then freaked out and ran, and I took my phone to go take a picture of it, just to see if it was real or not, and to report it to the cops. When I got back home after showing it to the cops, it was all gone. I was fairly tired, but I didn't feel like sleeping out of fear, but I eventually did end up sleeping. I had finished all of my college lectures, and I was getting ready for my shift for the next day. I went for my midnight shower and I made sure that my phone was with me. I eventually finished taking a shower and got dressed, and I was about to leave again, when I then heard the knocking and some creepy-ass voice then whispering, Annie, are you planning on leaving me alone just like that? Come on, Annie. I then hid in the kitchen, locking the door, and making sure I had a knife for protection. I then called the cops, telling them everything as well as where I was hiding, and that I can't come open the door. They said they would send some cops right away. I then realized that I didn't get a good look at the picture I took, or even really read what was on the window, and I was absolutely shocked when I opened it. 
It's sad. Please, give yourself to me already. My love, I'll treat you like a princess. Submit your body, heart, and soul to me. And it had three hearts. The cops arrived within minutes, and they kicked down the doors. Two cops escorted me outside my apartment, and they then stayed with me for safety. I was so scared that I was shivering when one of the cops tried to comfort me. Minutes later, the cops came out of my apartment, and they had actually found a man hiding in my apartment. As it turns out, I had a creepy neighbor who was my stalker. He had some weird notion that we were going to be together, and I had to take him to court and get a restraining order. After everything that happened, I had to move out of that apartment and get the hell away from there. I haven't seen the guy since, and I really pray and hope I don't ever see him again. I'm a 19-year-old female, but during the time of the story, I was around 13 to 14. I live in a small county in Pennsylvania, and this happened during the time when I was in middle school in October. It was any normal day, and me and my younger sister had just come home from school, and during that time, I had a pet bird. Since I knew that it was cold outside, I decided to take my bird outside with me for one more time before the weather became too cold. I had told my sister that I was taking the bird outside, and she said okay while she stayed inside. For some background information, me and my family lived in an apartment, and we could see people's balconies in front of our balcony since we lived in the very end of the apartment complex. But right behind our apartment building was another road, so we weren't completely isolated. And in between the apartments was a small wooded area slash forest. This will be important for the story later on. So I grabbed my bird, and I took it to the grass between the apartments since there was an open free space for my bird to walk around. It was a pretty quiet area, and there was a really good breeze that day since it was during the fall season. It was also close to Halloween since all of the people's balconies were decorated with scary decorations. My bird was casually walking around, and I was aware that we were getting closer to the woods, but I made sure that I was from a good distance since I hear scary stories all the time, and I usually hear that bad things occur in the woods. We were there for a good 10 minutes, and I kept all of my attention to my bird, since he's really afraid of anything, when all of a sudden, I heard a weird squeaky noise, and it wasn't just any squeaky noise, it was the kind of noise of when a clown honks its nose or horn. This was also during the time when the clowns were out and would lure kids to the woods. I knew that it was coming from the woods, and I quickly turned my head towards the way I heard it coming from, but I didn't see much else other than the trees and leaves. I was quite alarmed, and I began looking around to see if maybe it was one of the people's Halloween decorations going off or something, or maybe someone was watching a scary movie and they left their balcony door open. But no, I didn't see anything like that that would make that sound. Then, what I heard next gave me the absolute chills. While I was looking for an explanation of the noise, I heard a childlike chuckle coming from out of the woods, and for one last time, I again heard the clown squeaky noise. I didn't even bother looking into the woods. I just quickly scooped in my bird and ran back to my apartment. 
I luckily brought my key with me, and I quickly unlocked the door and ran into my apartment. I put my bird back into his cage, and I slowly walked to my balcony, since I had a good view to see the woods. I luckily didn't see anybody or anything, but I was very frightened, and was just really glad that I made it back to my house safely. I know this isn't the scariest story, and technically nothing bad actually happened to me, but I still often think about this day and wonder, who or what made that noise? Hi everyone, I want to give a trigger warning that the story does contain animal abuse. The story happened around Christmas of 2021. For some backstory, my apartment complex uses smart locks, so rather than having a key to unlock the door, you just type in a code and the door will unlock. However, there is still a manual keyhole, just in case the battery on the lock dies or something like that. About a week and a half before Christmas, the keypad was having issues with turning on so I couldn't unlock the door. So I put a service ticket to the complex and they had someone come out the next day to replace the lock. During that time, I was talking to the maintenance guy and he seemed really chill and we were having a really good conversation. However, he kept glancing over to my Christmas tree that had a bunch of presents for my family members which still needed to be wrapped for Christmas. Some of the items were really expensive, like electronics and things like that. Also, during the conversation, he would repeatedly say things like, Man, I really wish I could afford an apartment like this, especially for your age. Now, I'm 20 years old with a successful e-com business, so I guess you can say I can afford nice things. I always just laugh it off when people say things like that. He finishes replacing the lock and leaves. Also, I have an Australian Shepherd. Anyone that has experience with that dog breed knows how smart and loyal they are. They're also very protective of their person. Her name is Opal, and she's never shown any aggression to any stranger or anyone ever. She really loves getting attention from strangers whenever I take her out. Even when the maintenance guy was over, she was really nice to him and just kind of letting him do his thing. Before we get into what happened, the apartment complex I live in has cameras in the hallway outside of the apartments, as well as the smart lock that automatically locks after being unlocked for 30 seconds, as well as I check the lock every night, so I know the door was locked before going to bed. Well, fast forward a few nights after the maintenance guy replaced the lock. Me and my girlfriend were sleeping. My dog sleeps on my side of the bed with me watching the door. Now, in the middle of the night, I awoke to her making small little barks, all while looking at her open bedroom door. I'm a light sleeper, so most noises tend to wake me up. I told her to be quiet, and I tried to go back to sleep. A few seconds later, there was another loud noise from the living room area, and my dog then bolted off the bed and ran out of the room. I chased after her to see what the noise was. Shortly after, I had heard a guy then scream, and as I turned on the living room lights, I saw that my dog had sank her teeth into a man's arm by the Christmas tree. I instantly knew that it was the maintenance guy. He had a mask on, but I just knew it was him. Before I could react, 
He had pulled a knife out of his hoodie pocket, and he stabbed my dog right in the shoulder. She let go of him, and he then ran out of the apartment. I didn't try chasing after him because he had a knife, and I was just worried about my dog at this point. By this time, my girlfriend had gotten out of bed, and we had to rush my dog to the car on the way to the animal ER, and we were also on the phone with the police. There was a lot of blood from her stab wound, but they managed to do surgery, and she was able to make it out of this alive. There was actually enough proof to press charges on the guy, because the guy had put his mask on right outside of my door, and my camera saw his face. They also saw that he had entered the apartment with a key, which only the residents of each apartment and the maintenance man have that, which was him. He had also brought a really big garbage bag with him that night to take all the Christmas gifts. He ended up receiving a five-year sentence in federal prison. I'm a firm believer that dogs can smell a person's intent, and I will be forever grateful to my dog, as well as the Australian Shepherd breed. Who the hell knows what would have happened if I didn't have that dog, and I walked out to him stealing the gifts. He had a knife, so you never know. Remember to be safe around the holidays, and if you ever have a stranger coming over to your home for whatever reason, make sure they can't see the gifts under the tree. Be safe, everyone. For some context, I was born in Moscow, Russia, and I moved to the U.S. when I was nine years old. The apartment I lived in was really creepy and old, post-Soviet Union. The apartments aren't like they are in the U.S. They're about five-plus stories high and wide. The apartment complex can be accessed by a security code unique to each complex. This was a really bad part of town, and a lot of bad things happened. A great deal of traumatic things went down in my childhood. But this, well, it has to be one of the ones that scarred me the most. It was a true wake-up call for my parents to move. It was a normal day. I was eight years old at the time, having a lot of fun with my childhood friends. Little did I know, my friends and I were playing tag when suddenly I heard someone scream help me from one of the apartment buildings. I then stopped dead in my tracks. Did you hear that? Someone was screaming help me. While I said that to my friends, another scream cut me off and we all just looked at each other. We weren't scared just yet. This was a bad part of Russia. And again, a lot of bad things happened here. I just thought it was another drunk woman going crazy. So I continued playing along with my friends. Not a minute later, I heard yet again another bloody scream. And again, all of my friends and I just look at each other. There's a blonde woman who ran out of my apartment building. She had a white dress on and it was stained with blood. The first thing I saw was her face, pure with terror and crying. I noticed that she was clenching her stomach. I looked down and I really wish I hadn't. There was a kitchen knife stuck in her stomach. Her white dress was stained with all of her blood dripping down on it. I was so focused on the knife that I didn't even notice a tall dark haired man running out of the building chasing the woman. By now, all of the kids were standing there in shock, watching the guy chase the bloody woman. 
She wasn't very fast considering she had a knife in her stomach and was literally dying. The men caught up to her pretty quick. He punched her in the face and she fell on the ground. The man then took the knife out of the stomach and stabbed her again and again as she just laid there unconscious from the punch. And as fast as he came, he left. He just got up and ran away as if he didn't just murder someone. At this point, me and my friends are all just stunned in silence. My eyes can't get off this dead woman. It felt like it was forever, and I was just staring at her dead empty eyes staring at the sky. I ran away crying to my mom. My mom made me stay inside for the rest of the day. I watched out of my fifth story window as more and more cop cars and ambulances came to my block. This experience truly traumatized me. Obviously, I wasn't the one harmed in this, but mentally, it was death. I'm still holding on to the guilt that I didn't do anything about it. I later found out on the news that this was a domestic violence case. The perpetrator was her husband, and he was caught. He's now spending the rest of his life behind bars. Apparently, he was an alcoholic. On that day, he just lost it. The woman's first scream of help me was from him hitting her. And when she tried to fight back, that's when he grabbed the knife and stabbed her in the stomach. She got out of the apartment with the knife in her stomach just to still be killed. She was a true fighter. She really wanted to live. This case could have been so preventable. There were so many domestic violence calls to their apartment building, but the corrupt Russian police never did anything about it. So to that deranged alcoholic murderer who killed his wife right in front of me and my friends, let's never meet again, and I really hope there's a special place in hell for people like you.